How are you known by those around you? What would they describe you as? Busy? Easygoing? Nice? Withdrawn? Driven? Glum? What about your church? How is your church known in your area? The night before Jesus died, he spoke of one mark by which his followers are to be identified in the world. One word should spring to mind when the world thinks about Christians. Loving. John chapter 13, verse 34, Jesus says, A new commandment I give you, love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, all men will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. The distinguishing mark of the Christian is not a dress code, it's not an institutional configuration, it's not even primarily a doctrinal or moral or religious code. The ultimate distinguishing mark of the Christ follower is love. This is not simply Jesus' last request. Jesus calls it a new command. New because it is to be taken up afresh in every generation. But this is not a suggestion from Jesus, it is a command. As he has loved us, so we love one another. And how has he loved us? Well, the night before he died, he gave this demonstration. In John chapter 13, verse 1, it is written, It was just before the Passover feast. Jesus knew that the time had come for him to leave this world and to go to his Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he now showed them the full extent of his love. What did that look like? Well, verse 3. Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power and that he had come from God and was returning to God. So he got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing, his robe, and wrapped a towel around his waist. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with the towel that was wrapped around him. Here Jesus leaves his place of honor at the table. He takes off his robe, the clothing of a king, and puts on a towel, the clothing of a slave. And he washes his disciples. Once he has washed his disciples and dried their feet, he takes up his robe again and he returns to his place of honor. In verse 12 he says, Do you understand what I have done for you? Well, do you? Do we understand what Jesus has done? This foot washing is a picture of something that is far deeper. Jesus had come from God and was returning to God, and the route which he trod took him to the utter depths of the cross. We must, we must never forget that these hands which lovingly washed his friend's feet would, in a matter of hours, be nailed to a Roman cross. We cannot forget this because the washing is meant to picture Christ's love shown at the cross. And what a picture! The ruler of the universe stooping and serving his followers. Imagine yourself at this dinner table. How would you feel as Jesus came around to you? I was once in India staying with a very respectable family in Indian society. The father was a Nawab, uh, the equivalent of, of a Maharaja or the British equivalent of a Lord, I guess. And while I was there, my hosts were insisting that I had a pedicure. And I flatly refused, you know, no way is anyone going to you know, poke around my carbuncled monstrosities. I didn't want to stand over another human being while they fussed over my dirty feet. No person should have to do that. It is such an awkward thing to have someone hold your naked feet to wash water over them and towel them dry while all you can do is sit there and watch. There's something very uncomfortable about allowing someone to serve you to that level. 
But I was uncomfortable having one of the household servants do it. It is unthinkable to imagine my host, this Nawab, this Lord, taking off his royal robes, wrapping a towel around his waist and kneeling at my stinking feet. That was not going to happen. That is inconceivable for us. But what about this? What about John 13? The Lord of the universe does this very thing. And as he washes their feet, he, he's not taking a holiday from his divine glory. This is his divine glory. Just six verses earlier, Jesus had told his disciples, John 12 verse 46, he says, The one who looks at me has seen the one who sent me. You know, as all eyes are on Jesus, he is demonstrating what God the Father Almighty is like. So what is the next thing he does? With all eyes on him, Jesus washes feet. This is God assuming the posture of true deity. He's on his knees serving. As Jesus said in John 5 verse 19, I only ever do what I see my Father doing. There he is, loving in action, loving in concrete service, addressing his friend's needs, loving in humility, giving up his rights and privileges, loving under pressure. You know, the cross is just hours away. Loving unconditionally. These men would, by the end of the night, betray, desert, or deny him. Nonetheless, this is God. God is stooping. God is serving. God is washing their feet, even Judas's feet. And when he returns to his place, he says, As I have loved you, so now love one another. How do we respond to this foot washing? It's an, it's an extraordinary portrait of love. And on one hand, we look at it and, and we see divine glory shining at full strength. On the other hand, we see ourselves and how grubby we appear by comparison. You know, I can kid myself that I'm loving until it means inconvenience or a loss of face or until my love is not returned in kind. And how often does our love evaporate when we're under pressure from other quarters? Our love is nothing like his love. Jesus' example of love here is so far beyond us. But this is why we need to learn Jesus' lesson. Remember, he taught us, as I have loved you, so you now love one another. There is an order in which we are to obey this new command. First, be loved, then love. First, receive Jesus' love, then love others. First, be cleansed, because you need it, because right now you are unlovely and unloving. First, be cleansed, and then pass it on. Come to the foot-washing God. Come to Jesus who stooped not just to our feet, but to the cross to cleanse us. Come in humility with nothing to offer and receive His washing. As you do so, He takes on our filth and gives us His cleansing. And now, He doesn't want payback. He wants us to pay it forwards. The foot-washing God hands us his towel as though it were the scepter of his kingdom. And he says, as I have loved you, now go, love one another. <laughs>